0: Welcome back, nation, to another episode of Big Talk with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And that was the mighty priest. The priest. Love it. (laughs) Love the Judas Priest. Heck yeah, Um, man. Do some business first, Chris, then we'll get you going. Let's do some business. Uh, At BigTalkCG.podcast on Instagram. BigTalkCG at gmail.com at BigTalkCG. On Twitter. Uh, send us your emails, tweets. We've gotten some emails. We're getting them lined up for the intern. We're gonna have to do another mailbag episode. So No, all right, great, man. The new intern. <laughs> the intern and the intern has her own intern. So the intern has an intern. That's very intern-nesting. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> intern-nesting. nesting. All right, dude, making it at word yourself. Um, we're gonna talk about the priest today. We're gonna whoa, whoa, we'll Wait, wait, talk- wait, who? Judas Priest. Say it correctly, We're going to talk about Judas Priest. All right. Um, we're going to do five of their albums because I believe they're either just released or going to release or working on like their 19th album. Oh, wow. So we're going to do um, British Steel, Point of Entry, Screaming for Vengeance, Defenders of the Faith, and Turbo. Nice. Uh, we're going to break it up over two episodes. We're going to kind of just go over each album, do a brief history of the band, and, and throw out any factoids that I can dig that up. That we can dig up. Nice, dude. Um. I don't know don't got anything else to say. Um everything's going great on the, you know, the podcast is 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 Wait a minute, didn't you say there was another country that that g- came, yeah, came up on the is. blimp? Oh yeah. De- 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 Let me bring it up. I got to bring it up over here. Oh man, this this world map is just <laughs> We're taking over. Looking like a rainbow. There you go. Um, yeah, we do. We got another we got a new country in the cut. Okay. Puerto Rico. Whoa! No way! Yeah, they love us there. They that's love great, us dude. in Puerto Rico, unless someone we know went and visited there and said, "I'm gonna get that country." That's 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 fine with me. Uh, that you know that brings us basically half of the world now, half of the globe, uh, every continent, except for those goddamn gay penguins still don't listen to us, dude. Nah, I don't know what their problem is with us, dude. I love them. Maybe we're not talking enough pop. Maybe. Maybe, you know? um, so yeah, dude. We're everywhere. Uh, Good. We're loving yeah, our stuff. We're glad that everybody's taking time out of their day, busy, busy day and week, to listen to two old guys ramble about the '80s and the ram- '90s and '2000s and stuff like that. Heck yeah, man. Uh, let's. Uh, you want to get into it? I'm ready, dude. I'm ready to hear some Priest. We're gonna talk about Judas Priest, uh, a band that we've seen a, a few times. Heck and- yeah. Um, I recently took the intern to, to go see them when, uh, Queens, right. show that she enjoyed, um, a little bit of history. They actually started in 69. I don't want to go into a, a deep, deep history. We're okay. to try to, All right. you know, keep this thing a little more streamlined. Uh, so they started in 69 and basically from that incarnation of Judas priest, really there's no one left. It was like a band, and then they broke up to start other bands, and then I can't remember. It was, um, I think it might have been KK that met up with one of the guys who was in that original incarnation. He had a band, and they just adopted the name. So, oh, okay, well, we'll just call ourselves Judas Priest. And I forget which guys were in it at the beginning. Um, Rob Halford was not their first singer. He came along a little bit later uh, for their first studio album, though he was there, and I believe. And the rest is history. That was, first album was. Rock a roll, yeah, always reminds me of Coca Cola, right? It does yeah, well cover. because the album cover, too, um, has a very Coca Cola feel. Um, let's it. um get into oh, and they are from England, Birmingham, England, and they're still going strong today, yeah, definitely. Um, still touring the U.S. and other countries. So, the and the albums that we're going to talk about is all classic lineup, yes, it's all classic lineup. Uh, With Rob Halford on vocals, KK Downing and Glenn Tipton on guitars, Ian Hill on bass, and Dave Holland on drums. Nice. Let's go ahead and let's uh, get into this. British Steel. Released in 1980. um, Actually released April 11th, 1980. Okay. Recorded in late 79, early 80 in England. And this is a 36-minute Album of straight heavy metal, all right? And this is their sixth album, correct? This was their sixth album. Yes. All right, cool. And yeah. this is the first time with the producer, uh, Alum. I think was the did it, yeah Tom Alum was the producer, and he did. I think he did all of these albums. Did he do all of them? He did the next five. Yeah. That that we're actually talking about, and he was involved. So involved in the first three Black Sabbath albums. I don't know if you knew that one. I do. I I, I love Black Sabbath. I love all Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, although I do love Ronnie James Dio's voice, right? Ooh, yeah. yeah. But that's a story for another oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, I get what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, let's let I know. Let's get into this British steel. Um, let me get over here to the correct spot that I need to be in. Um, we're not going. I don't think we really need to go into any of the bonus tracks or any re-releases unless there's something we find interesting. Um, but basically, this was nine songs. And do I have a time here? Yeah, You said thirty-six minutes, 36 minutes and change. So let's go ahead and uh, we can start listening to this bad boy. All right, man. Um, First song, Rapid Fire. All right. We like to have our listen to our opening tracks. I read that that they were talking about the guys um, saying this out. This song was more about like uh, straightforward rocker to hit into the world, like you know, make a statement. Oh yeah, it makes a statement. you definitely, this is what you're going to get in the album. This isn't one of those tricks. This yeah. isn't a trick track. Definitely. This is straight up. This is what you can straight judge yourself. Straight up, facing yeah. the world. Um, it's really in your face. The the drums are great. The, the guitars. You know, I noticed when I was listening. on Apple Music sometimes, because, you know, they have the twin guitars, mm-hmm. Tipton and Downing, is they'll tell you which guitar player is doing the solo. Yes, the parts, I've seen that like too. That. Yeah, so I like that. I, that. I thought that was pretty killer. Love it. Love it. It's great, dude. Um, Let's go ahead and uh, uh, go to the next track. You ready? Yeah. Metal Gods. Heck yeah, man. That's that's the way you do it. Now, here's something interesting, because I'm looking at... um, By the way, I love this song. uh, I'm looking at the U.S. release, and it actually, the track order is... is a little different, huh? Breaking the Law, Rapid Fire, Metal Gods. So, but on this, if I look, remember correctly, it was Rapid Fire Metal Gods Breaking the Law. I think. Yeah, I think that that's like the U.S. release, and then there's also like a 30th anniversary, and I think they changed some mm, of the songs and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it down here. Did that's you know? Did you know that this song was inspired by the book and movie War of the Worlds? I did. I did read something about that in my limited amount of research that so I was able <laughs> to squeeze in. Um, do you remember back on like VH1, they did those classic album shows? Yes. And there's this part in the song because they talk about the recording of this album off of *British Steel*, and there's the part where it's supposed to sound like a like a like a metal god like walking. Yes. Did, like you know, that stomping. Was, that was like a bag of forks, right? That they like dropped on the floor, or on the counter, or something. I'm sure you probably heard the yeah, same story. I just thought that was yeah, Any sound you could find, I guess, to, to, to get what you I want. I heard that too. That uh, the producer Tom was he went around the house and grabbed anything he could to make bang or something like that and there he said they were banging some uh, cuttery to make a certain sound, very similar to robots, yes. I love the, this is the first like, this is really, you know, their breakthrough album and uh, that started right here with the sing-along chorus. You know, if you're, right? if you're a kid at their concert, you're metal gods. Yeah. You're metal gods. Priest metal gods. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And I love it, dude. Fist in the air. Uh, you know, until I started to do a lot of the investigating, I thought it was, you know, thinking, oh, no, they're the metal gods. And, but it's and actually, no, they're talking about robots that are in the, in the book, in the movie, inspired yeah. by the song. And i like, oh, I got it. Yeah, I could see robots as being a metal god. You're like, oh, shoot. I love how uh, much range he has in his voice like, right and you'll we'll notice that over the next five uh, albums and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know let's go ahead and move on alright I'm ready yeah breaking the uh, the classic classic Judas Priest song and I will add just for my own opinion classic classic overplayed song um, okay you just I, you I've just, heard it enough times I love it it's a great song okay so it's it's, it's a just, great song but I, you know, like like you had said with Welcome to the Jungle, I yeah. remember we mentioned, it's like, okay, dude, I've heard it. And we were talking about this in the when we were hanging out earlier today, eating breakfast. Uh, it's unfortunate that you really hear only, you know, the three songs, uh, Breaking the Law, You Got Another Thing Coming, and um, Living After Midnight are the songs you hear almost all the time, and when they have all these other great songs yeah. that you could hear. And, and I mean, it's a great song. I love it. You know, it, there's, you know... About you know being stuck, you know, kind of being stuck and kind of acting out and breaking the law because you don't like you know th- the way things are going, you know, kind of just. Well, I-, I read upon where they were talking about how th- this song was inspired about the tough time in the UK in the '70s, mm-hmm. where you know um, nobody liked Margaret Thatcher. It says the trash men, the steel workers, the coal workers, kids coming out of high school weren't able to find jobs, you know. And people were getting tired of it. The band was saying that they watched you know, the news, and they were seeing police on on horseback just beating up the demonstrators. And they were like, you know, we need to fight, uh, uh, fight back. And that's where they got inspired by to you know say, we're going to go out and break the law, you know, and stuff like that, and unite that kind of stuff, man. With rock and roll. With rock and roll, there you go, man. And uh, it still stands today, man. This is, no. uh, uh, you know hearing it live and you just hear everybody i love know, screaming i love how the, the broken glass the sirens that we yeah. just heard it really um i was watching um some stuff with rob halbert and he he says one of the greatest pleasures he gets is as a lyricist is being able to write lyrics that paint a picture in the listener's mind and i think in this song you know with his lyrics uh, the way the song sounds and then with that breaking glass and the siren just adds layer over layer of a layer of a picture that you're seeing a little mini movie in yeah, definitely, he, as he called it a mini movie and there's nothing greater than being able to take you out of where you are right now in this moment and listen to music and be somewhere else and just kind of disappear for that's, three and a half four minutes I, that's what it's all about I think that's the thing with the artists that they do that you know they can do that you know great we went all the way through that one that was a short <laughs> little two and a half minute song so uh, Grinder. Yeah, Grindr, a oh, song, a song, a deep cut, great deep, deep cut, cut. Yeah, and when we say deep cuts, I mean obviously, I guess you could call everything that's not a single a deep cut. But when we say deep cut, we mean these are songs that you never hear that we enjoy. Correct. Like, like you don't unless we it. say this is a crappy deep. We'll just say this is filler. But deep cuts are like non release songs that we like. That's kind of what a deep cut is. Exactly. Or something for me, it's it's like you don't nearly hear it on the radio. You only know this song because you. Took the time and listened to the album, and that's why. And that, to me, is say, like we gotta, say they like deep cuts. Yeah, you you know? got like, listen oh, to the album. Or we, we've met people like, "Oh, I know that. I know that album. I know the singles, but do you know the deep cuts?" And that, that's what we refer to this kind of stuff. A lot, and you find lots and lots of hidden gems when you when you listen to the whole albums. You know, that's not shoved down your throat. Yeah. Over and over again, you really find some songs that you can really become attached to because you want to and you want to listen to it and what it does for you instead of having this hit single that it's overplayed right. um great song i love this song um i think on one of the extended versions there's a live version of it also yeah. which is really good um you know we, we listened to uh, all of uh, breaking the law but you know what i think after this let's go ahead and go on to the next song sounds good dude united nice uh, you know any facts on this one um, I don't have any factoids. I have some album factoids we can go over. Uh, this is the last song on the first side. Okay. After the song, I can go through some factoids. Well, if this, if you didn't know that, Chris, that this song was banned in Russia and Bulgaria. Bulgaria and Russia, where we both have members of the nation residing. That's so correct. Watch what, what you say. What's you up, nation? Watch you better watch what you say right now about Russia and Bulgaria. Yeah. And then some... Uh, football leagues or to us us in America soccer leagues um, took it upon themselves to play this during the um, games such as uh, Blackburn United and Manchester United would play this song you know last time I was listening to this I started thinking that I was like this would be great for like whatever you know Man U or or, you know any of the United see right there I mean, you could people they, you go. as you they run to... out, united. You know, everybody screaming. This is a song, and there's like a clap to it, like you can hear. I don't really know. Um, you probably do what the song was written about, but it actually it, it sounds like it, you know it's probably about hey, you know, kind of like how um, uh, breaking the law was about a time and and what what was going on. This is about what needs to happen. Maybe it's about us uh, uh, written about the same time, just a different yeah. act that needs to be taken. And you know, you can definitely equate that to whatever you want, a, a team you follow, a group. Of people need to unite to to uh, achieve a common goal, and uh, it's a great song. Um, one of the better deep cuts they have. It's a little slower. It's got just a, it just chugs along, but great vocals with Halford and the chorus is just I love it, dude. It's cool. Yeah, the chorus right here got me really like remembering. It's really wow, different. Like it's really different from a lot of the other stuff they do. Um, I'm so, I, I don't know I'm gonna have to go look here I'm surprised this wasn't released as a, as a single it, I really think that this could have done done, I, what, it, done well I think it was released as a single was it? Last I don't have any singles information any singles information so you know you were talking about the different songs the different sounds um, Helford once said that the the producer Tom he says help them cut away all that extra stuff and that wasn't relevant to their songs because they were known for you know Maybe drifting off a little bit, maybe doing four to five minute songs. And he says he helped them, you know, bring it all together and had better songs, which is definitely a, something different for the priest on this album. See, I like this part. It's got like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's a big course that you could feel that in the stadium, in a concert hall, in an arena, that it's going to, you know, come back at you live, come back at you loud. I love it, love it. Cool. All right, let's move on. Great song. Song number one on side two, or side B. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be old to be wise. All right, that's true for us. Yeah, we've. I've always been wise. <laughs> I've always I'm been wise old wise ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know, here, actually, here. I'm very um, unobservant, I guess, in my research. It actually tells you where the original track was. And so, yeah, they did mix this up um, a lot when yeah. they did the re-release or whatever, but this was actually track seven. Um, and leaving after Midnight, which is going to be next, was actually track six, so they flip-flopped. Um, I do like this intro. I like the chorus when he, when he just pulls out that wise and just that falsetto voice at the end of the chorus. And you know, I'm right. It's great. I love it. I love it. Um, I wish we could listen to every song, the whole song, but uh, we're going to have to, you know, kind of keep on trucking along, trucking. Um, right. But I do love this song. Yeah. You just hear that drum. This is the track you heard at the top of the show. It's also the the um, Opening song for heavy metal parking lot. When heavy metal, uh, par- I've never heard of that heavy metal parking lot. Oh, shut up! Is that is that new? Hey, man! <laughs> is that TikTok? Uh, I love it. Dude. All right, you want to know a factoid about this? I, I love well, and the nation loves your. This was air quoted <laughs> up factoid. <laughs> this was sent to my for my brother Matt. I was telling him we're you know doing some Judas Priest anything. Exciting or fun that he could give me any info so he comes back with this now. Do you know? Uh, back uh, uh, In the 86 he says Marty Janetti and Shawn Michaels were in the is it is it Is it a w a? Federation and they wanted to bring these guys out and call them the the country rockers so Janetti Ma- and Shawn Michaels wanted to be they decided to change their name to the Midnight Rockers because Judas Priest Living After Midnight inspired them to be Midnight Rockers oh I didn't know that yeah sorry about the volume trouble right there that's yeah, alright now this also is um I recently read where Halford said that this song Living After Might is their party song or the the anthem to just go out and party because uh Glenn would wake up Halford uh, after midnight and start playing like these riffs and they kind of came up the song got inspired like okay you want to wake me up all this time and hear me sing the song after midnight so he said they kind of came up with living after midnight it's kind of funny when you hear songs and the way that they come around yeah well I mean there was much of a Night Ranger came in like four in the morning yeah I woke up at four in the morning and was doing something like that you know that kind of stuff oh uh, uh, Halford also said that this song is very similar to the beastie boys fight for your right that's how it's a fun energetic party song this is Judas priest version of uh, uh fight for your right to party just you know or the reverse of that uh, the reverse of that yeah there you go that's a good way to um, say that too um and this was how for more like recently within the last 10 years he said that and just just to lay this out there um all these songs were written by glenn Tipton, and kk downing who are the two guitar players yeah. and Rob Halford so they, yeah. these three guys wrote all the songs man yeah this is a party song right here totally you can play it and everybody fun it's a good beat almost danceable in a sense where yeah. you, you look at it that way I could that I could after a couple Coors Lights <laughs> Coors Light after midnight <laughs> alright let's um, alright dude let's move on long the Ray. Uh, okay, a little different song, right? Yeah. Uh, sound right here at the beginning. I, you know, a lot of their songs they have this little slow intro. This one here has a little. Let me give, let me give a little more volume here. That's a little better. It's got that nice little bass riff in there. Um, it's almost like a little reggae, right? Reggae sound. Show a little, little keeps it keeps the record interesting. I like that. Little, ooh, little. Little sound coming in yeah. there. Yeah, I love it, dude. Keep it interesting. So, did you know for this album, it was recorded at Tittenhurst Park, where um, the once owned by Ringo Starr from the Beatles. I did not know that. Yeah, he. They also said that um, John Lennon, and Yoko Ono used to uh, live there too. Hmm. In that sense, but you know, and this is the first album Dave Holland is, was a part of, and he said, you know. For the next five records, he was part of the band and also helped to record. But also, Tom, the producer, was also with him in the next five albums. So they all have a good sound. You know, they have a sound; they gel together. So if they had an amazing feel for this album, they definitely progressed the next five of all great sounds and stuff like that. Let me, um, let me get factoidal. Right, give it to me. Um, so in 1980, this album charted in. Canada at 45 these are peak positions. Top okay. Positions. Canada 45, Japan 69, Sweden number 20, America 34 and in the UK number 4. So, did you say in America how many times platinum did it go? Once or twice? It went. It's only one time platinum, which is really surprising. Which is me. yeah, I'm surprised too. Got to be 2 million at least. I'm going to over I'm going to override that. I'm going to say 2 million. All right, I'm gonna agree with you, man. I'm gonna override it. Um, 2010 with the re-release in Greece, it peaked at number four. In 2010 with the re-release, yeah, man. I mean, because everybody knows the you know the good fun songs from that. Dude. Oh, here you go. I apologize. I do have a singles chart. Okay. Um, UK only. These songs only charted in the UK. Okay. Breaking the lot number 12, We're Living After Midnight, which we just heard a little bit ago, it, uh, peaked at number 12. And United did peak at number 26 on the UK charts. <laughs> I like that one. And then we got, um, it went gold in Canada, Sweden, silver in the UK at 60,000. Nice. Still outsold Sweden and Canada in the US of A. It says 1 million, but I'm going to say at least two. All right. That just makes me feel better about Yeah, it. definitely, dude. Me too. Um, let's move on to the last song, okay, on the album. Well, the last song on the regular version, um, song nine, Stealer. There are a couple on mine here. that one more studio bonus track. Maybe we'll indulge ourselves, but it also has the Grinder live version. But I'm cool. Okay, this one's okay. Yeah. Um, if I was ranking my tracks here, one through nine, this would be number nine, (laughs) but we Um, never rank the, you know, we don't, we don't, if I was going to reorder this, this would (laughs) might be on the, I don't want to say cutting room floor, but I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. No. You want to go to the bonus or we're going to next? Yeah. Let's go to bonus. The next song is called red, white, and blue, right? They're red, white, and blue the Union Jack. Yeah, but the Union Jack. Uh, Their flag is red, white, and blue, just like America's is red, white, and blue. And, you know, it's just a little... Nice little song. I I don't know why this got added on to this one, or or I don't know very much about it. I didn't really... Oh, here you go. This song was actually recorded on this. It was re-released on the British Steel album. Okay. It was actually recorded during the Turbo Sessions, which will be the last album of our little journey we're gonna take so this is actually from 1985 so it's not even from this era i'm not saying it's not written from this era it's just recorded in 85 wow it has a very patriotic feel it does it does i almost want to stand and salute so i'll salute the big talk nation you guys are the boss they're the boss there we go i'm the boss um yeah, this is, a, this is a good song added on there. Um, this is a slow little the red, white, and blue and, you know, it's got a sing-along chorus with like a, sounds like a whole group of people singing. And, and... All right, I'm ready for All right. Let's... The fun lo- facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. I already gave fun facts. I know. I'm ready for the next one. Um, the next album, Point of Entry. All right. Um... Let's go ahead and start playing it. Right out the right out the bat. Boom. Boom. Yeah. One of my favorite songs from these guys, man. Heading out to the highway, track one. This album was released in 1981. February 27th of 1981. Um recorded between October and November of 1980. They didn't take that long in between albums, less than a year. Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, recorded in Spain. 37 minutes 42 seconds 10 tracks uh two different album covers there was the album cover that was was one of them banned oh it's that no one of them was that little wing yeah thing and the other one was like the you know the u.s artwork which was that desert that, with like that the paper highway, highway. like yeah. a computer paper that's printed out it looks like a road ah, okay they're both in my opinion they're both lame British Steel's <laughs> album covers way better with the razor blade. That's so blade. iconic, man. so iconic. But these are both pretty lame album covers, okay. to be honest. I was pleasantly surprised with this album. Um, I had largely, except for some, you know, the major releases, forgotten about a lot, if not mo- most, of these songs, and I listened to this album. Quite a bit in my in the last you know little while that we've been doing doing getting ready for this episode. Now that like when any, did you know that this was the third single from this album? I did not know that. I thought it would have been like the the first single on that man. it's usually the first track is if, you know some of them yeah, right? some of them are singles, but you know first track and it's the third single, which was I thought great. Actually, I thought it was like weird and something you know, like that they're doing that kind of stuff. Like, but all right. I love this song. Yeah. All right, it's cool. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, this uh, this song headed onto the highway was also a lot of inspired by being on the bikes, being you know like a like a motorcycle song or something like that, where they said that they uh, you know when they would start to do. Ride motorcycles and doing stuff like that—they feel like free. Like this song is about freedom and free, and how you are just get on the highway and just drive. You know, you know. I see that this was actually the second single, but it could be second, third. I mean, it's just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, I actually, just found this cool thing. Okay. Yeah. No. On mine too, it says uh, the second single was isn't from the UK, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Love it, love it. It yeah, was the dude. second single on the B side of it was a rock forever slash hellbent for leather live. And it hit number uh this song hit number ten in the US. Wow, not bad. Not, not bad. not bad. All right, let's go. I yeah, I had totally forgotten about this song's existence. I did too. Um and I But it it's it's a good it, song, man. It, you it know, made me this song takes um a little bit a. Um, uh i'm gonna coin my own term right now the british steel was heavy metal this song is mellow metal it's a little more mellow it's not as hard in your face like british steel is it's a little more mellow like a lot more mellower rhythm a lot more mellow on the songs but still heavy metal but just not as heavy so mellow metal so do you know that after british steel and they did their tour um I found out that the guys or the band had more money where instead of doing, like they said, they were in the, the castle first of a uh, uh, Ringo Starr, now they had some money to go to a real studio and record differently, you know, take all their stuff and do it. that's why they went to Spain, was they found a, a recording studio in Spain and just kind of went from there. So these guys had more money, mm-hmm. these guys had, you know, a little more confidence in their stuff this is the second time working with Tom the producer who also wanted a bigger fuller live sound from the guys and I think he very much accomplished that with this because a lot of these songs are definitely polished definitely a little bit more I want to say quote unquote radio friendly but there's still a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of good uh, rock and roll there's a lot of good songs there's a lot of good riffs you know and Halford's lyrics are always on point and and, and fun and exciting you know that kind of stuff. I, I I. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, you could. I know. (laughs) But I don't want to embarrass you. Okay, so this was (laughs) the first first single released off of this. It peaked number 51 in the UK. And you know what, dude? I got to apologize. Heading out on the highway peaked at number 10 on the US rock charts, not the Billboard charts. All right. The B-side of "Don't Go" was "Solar Angels," which is later on on the album. I think it might be on the uh, B-side. Yeah, think great song. Love it, dude. Yeah, yeah Love it. It. it's fun. Did you know that that song has never been played live? Yes, that's crazy, that. huh? I did know that. Yeah, they said there's a few songs from this album that they've never played live, which was "Don't Go," "The Turning Circles," "You Say Yes," "All the Way," and. Uh, on the run on the run have never been performed live which is kind of funny because if Don't Go was a single you, but you never played it exactly that didn't make sense this would be a good song to hear live alright let's go It'd be fun yeah this is Greg's song right here Hot Pockets <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry Hot Rockin' <laughs> <laughs> that's cool I wouldn't have said this is a deep cut but I do remember like not being in the forefront of what I think about when I talk about Priest but it's still like hey that's a good song man you know Yeah. they should have um, I don't know if they had it this would have been this would have fit right in on uh, British Steel sure Maybe they had the riffs to it and just kind of yeah. finished it up on, on this. That's cool.
1: Hot rocking. All right,
0: man. Let's go ahead and move on to yeah. track four. Ooh, turning circles. A little bit of a different sound. Yeah, right. The guitar sound yeah. is totally different. Now, would you like? I said earlier was a little more radio friendly. Mm-hmm. Mellow metal, like I said, <laughs> mellow metal. It's still metal, it's still rock. It's just not as breaking the law. Well, this had this had, to me has a more of a, and I mean it in a good way. I mean that I'm not, I mean that like in the most positive sense. I don't mean any negative connotations by saying mellow metal. This has more of a late '70s, mid '70s kind of feel to it. In that sense, mm-hmm. we're like, you would think this would have been on the first album. Other than their, yeah, well, yeah. Other than their, yeah. You know, seventh album, with silky shirts and long hair, <laughs> bell bottoms. Yeah, whatever he had on, dude. You saw that video too? Yeah, they cracked me up. Great little. I forget the chorus is coming until you start seeing it. It just creep. The chorus really just creeps up on you. Yeah. Turn in circles. It just like, oh shit, it's the chorus. Yeah. But just that, uh, uh, it it uh, definitely, if you're not tapping your toe or bobbing your head right now, now, you're dead. (laughs) You're dead. You're dead. You're either dead or dead to us. (laughs) Hand over your badge. Oh. See, keeping an interesting little, 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 what was that? Probably some wah or some whammy right there. That sounded great. Let's go ahead and move on. I'm right. Good fun song. Desert Plains. Yeah. Nice this, little slow intro. This song is definitely played regularly through mm. a lot of their shows even today, while they'll still, you know, pull this out of their back pocket and, you know, throw in something like this from the later albums. Yeah, definitely. This this album is just I mean, let's just be honest. There, they weren't really turning heads with the singles that they were releasing. I mean, head on the highway, you know, was pretty much the only one. So almost everything on here is really uh, considered a deep cut. Yeah. And this song, this um, sorry, this album is straight through, as you like to say, head to toe. Great, uh, you know, with the lead track heading out to the highway, the rest of it being in the. You know vicinity of deep cuts yeah uh, great great and i really enjoyed revisiting this album and remembering these songs and did I mean, li- so, this it's one so, it's so different that it's 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 just letting his vocals do the work yeah definitely and the band is not trying to overpower oh. you can just still hear a lot of stuff was there any um charts on this album did it go gold the platinum <laughs> I don't want to say this this album album went gold. This album just went gold. uh, Silver, 60,000 in the UK. We can go some album uh, top positions. Uh, Canada, 42. Germany, 19. Norway, 32. Sweden, 14. UK, 14. US, it broke the top 40. Oh, 39. All right. So that's nice. That's cool. It's nice. This is is definitely uh, a driving song. You know, planes that you're just driving I've, it's I've, heard, not, I've heard it described as like a driving album like it's not just an yes album. like a lot of people are arguing it's not just an album you put in when you're going out driving but it does have a feel like that Like I, I believe that that's cool it has a nice even tone even feel to it instead of that man alright nice let's move on moving on that's the end of side A it's side B track Iraq. 1 solar Angels, Ooh. love it. Almost feels like a a fantasy to it. Man, KK and 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 Tipton, dude, they unexplainably writes awesome songs. You know, back it, in the day, yeah. Deep cuts, deep riffs. I mean, this sounds good stuff. But you could tell that these guys, this isn't their first album. They've already gelled and they know each other's places and stuff. See, even his songs almost have that early 70s, 80s yep. feel to it. It's got singing. It's yeah, not. It, it, it like you said, it's got that radio friendly sound. It could have been from any time. Yeah. Could just slotted in from early 70s through the early 80s and just kind of. Kind of, you know, made its own little path, but I guess, you know, it really—the world wasn't ready. <laughs> the world wasn't ready for Judas Priest to take it over. Man, they're still Definitely. rocking today, man. That show I went to was just—yeah, they're just—they're coming around again in November, dude. Well, I guess we're gonna have to go. Uh, it's in Ontario. You'll pass. Um, yeah. I don't take—I don't take that drive. <laughs> I do not take the drive out to Ontario. Unless it's at, like, 3 a.m. or something. (laughs) Unless we're leaving in the morning. (laughs) It's another great song, another great deep cut. Solar Angels, love it. Yeah, it sounds good. Let's move on. I like how they have the little sound effects on a lot of of their songs. Just adds layers. It adds to the mini-movie that's in your head, the picture that that they're painting for you. Yeah. Love it. A little bluesy, little maybe I can't tell if there's a slide in there maybe he's just doing it with his finger doesn't say he's playing slide guitar in the credits but no. sounds great yeah let's move on You Say Yes I like man I was I, I jammed this one a couple I would jam this one back to back I like this one this one's one uh, I'm gonna say that about all every new song that comes on from Tom oh I love this one. Oh, I love this one <laughs> This, this one was definitely one of the they were all enjoyable to listen to but this one really hit the spot and I really enjoyed listening to this album probably listened to it like six times oh yeah it's just it's a different yep. kind of feel mm-hmm. to songwriting um, yes there you go Great. Wow. It's different. Yeah. She goes right back and into it, it. And usually yeah, usually those hooks are pretty good It would kinda catch you. Cause uh all day long I think I had I had the grinder in my in my head and united just like that, just the riffs for a while flowing in my head, like when uh, I was like waking up and sleeping and I'm just thinking like, oh you know, grinder god oh, damn. This is it this is very much that way too, like you said. Yeah. There's the course and then right into back. Trucking, trucking along. Cool, good stuff, man. Let's go on. All right. Uh, all the way. See, same thing. I'm has not... got a late '70s rock sound. Yeah. Almost the guitar tone almost has like a Aerosmith and Lizzie kind of. Wow, sound I never to even it. thought about that. That's a good way to think about that, dude. Wow. Almost like a like a jangle, the Judas Priest jangle on it. You know, their own little kind of sound on there. We just make up our own terms, right? <laughs> when are the guys gonna get back to us? You guys are wrong. Cool. Hey, did you did you read anything about who these guys were inspired by? Who who No, I never I didn't hear any of that. Now we're gonna have to look into that. I didn't I didn't go deep into the because they're Beginning they're, cause they're of one of the, the main inspirations of you know metal modern yeah. metal metal forever. There was there was a quote. See, from, that sounds just so like it almost Aerosmithy sound, right? Okay, it has a yeah, very Aerosmith '70s sound sound to it. They were talking about where um, British Steel and uh, Point of Entry were like templates for their next few albums where... A lot of metal bands in the future used more or less British Steel as a template to their sound mm-hmm. of modern of today. These guys look at it. He says, you know, go back and look at, you know, Metallica. Go back and look at, at, at you know, some of Sepultura, the thrash metal from Brazil um, band. He said they love British Steel. They love just the sound and oh the yeah. thoughts of that kind of stuff. For sure. And the first few albums and stuff. Let's move on. Yeah, all right, man. Track nine. Troubleshooter. That almost has a living after midnight drive. I was just going to say that, man. (laughs) It doesn't almost, it doesn't. (laughs) 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 Let's see if I got any more uh, factoids on this. Um, Hot Rockin' was the third a single from this album. Okay. With a live version of Breaking the Law was The B single? The B side. All uh, right, cool. It peaked at number 60 in the UK. We love the UK. Dude, the UK's on fire in the nation, dude. Right? We love you guys. Um, man, we, we love the UK. We love everybody. <laughs> we 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 seriously want to hear from everybody. What, what, what Is there anything we missed we didn't say about on these first couple albums? You know, you want to Add to the conversation, please. Please get involved. Yeah, definitely. Let us know we quoted something wrong. All right, Chris, this is cool. That would never happen. Okay, let's go. On the run. Sweet closing track. See different sound. Yep. More grooving. a little more, a uh, little more crunch, a little more distortion on the guitars. Right. Yeah. You're right about Helford's voice in the sense of him knowing how to use it from doing the lows to the highs. Dude, he's, you know, and not saying glorious. his voice is low as a deep but low as he has it and then the more the power he volume, can volume and then he can bring it up and just bring it up you. and stuff like that man that's some good stuff he's amazing he sound, still sounds like this live right still to this day he's definitely taking care of himself he's he's like an angel that has been brought down from the heavens above <laughs> to allow us to bathe <laughs> in the gift of his vocals <laughs> and that Whoa. my friend is no malarkey you're out of control dude out of control <laughs> Judas Priest love it um, there were a couple bonus tracks on here uh, Thunder Road which was recorded it's like, it's almost like they take songs that were recorded later so we can listen to the next one it's Thunder Road it was recorded during the 88 Ram It Down sessions we're not even going to talk about Ram It Down but we can go ahead and listen to it Definitely sounds like something from the later album. I was going to say, you can tell that there's... This is not, you know, very... Maybe a more modern technology Very sound. turbo, very ram it down, very... Right? Ooh, yeah. Wow, I wa- I was going to say it could have been a turbo. That's funny. See, dude. there he goes. You know, he's keeping that falsetto voice through all of it. You know, a little yeah. different vocals. Um... I wonder if maybe these were songs that were written during these sessions and they were like, no, maybe later, or things they didn't finish and they went back and recorded them later and they're like, well, that was from that album. Let's go put it back on a little bonus track. Or maybe they were just out, tracks that got put on the cutting room floor from these other albums that they didn't have room for, they said, put it on this one. Yeah, they could have done that. Sure. Um, what, a be, what a great beginning to this journey down the Judas Priest highway. <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself so far. All right, me too. Um, we hit up uh, British Steel. Yes. We did Point of Entry. Yes. And it's many Please. album covers. <laughs> <laughs> British Steel's still the best. And no no additional artists, no tricks, no nothing right? yet. Right, okay. Um, but man, so... Uh, We're going to hit up Screaming for Vengeance, Defenders of the Faith, Faith. and Turbo. Turbo. um, All three albums in the next episode. Um, Stay tuned. I can't wait to do it. I can't wait for you guys to listen. And I can't wait to hear back from you guys and give us your opinions, Nation. All right. All right. For Big Talk with Chris and Greg Podcast, see ya.